You know, I was talking to Janice this morning. We were, and you know what? I, I was talking about trials and tests. Nobody wants them. But what if we didn't have them? And I, and I was relating to that, and I said to myself, what would we learn? How would we learn to overcome and gain strength and victory if we didn't go through a trial? I never met a Christian that said, I don't want trial, trials, trial. <laughs> never. But what about the prize of going through them? What about the faith that grows? What about the overcoming in your life? What about the victory you obtain and getting closer to the Lord? I thought about that. I said, man, we're complaining about the wrong thing. Are trials good? Yes, they are. If it's to strengthen you and draw you closer to the Lord, they're, sure, they're, they're very good. We don't want them. I don't know about you. I don't want them. <laughs> but you know what? When they come and you have victory over whatever the devil was throwing at you, you can go on and overcome something else. I got news for you. If you're going to be a Christian until Jesus comes back, you will have tests and trials. So you learn to deal with them. You learn to grow in them. You learn to change as those trials happen. Overcome them more in Christ Jesus. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I realize I wave my hands too much. I'm trying to keep one hand in my pocket. <laughs> I said, sometimes I get a little excited, you know. Like, like what's that, uh, brother, brother, brother Jim, what is his name, the, the, the movie we saw? John, or whatever his name is. They try to keep him quiet, but he, <laughs> he just, he, they say, I'll try, I'll try, I'll try not to shout, I'll try not to dance. But when the Holy Ghost, he run around the church, the, the deacons were throwing him on the floor trying to stop him. <laughs> Maybe they should have got some of what he got. <laughs> you know, God is a good God. And I'm, I'm, I'm starting to understand a little bit of what faith's about. Uh, we want to win this battle, right? We want to win this fight. Uh, I wish when we got saved, God would have gave us all the money we needed, all the health we needed, all, everything we needed, and, and just left us alone, and we could have served them like we would be backslidden today. Oh, this, I'm going to tell you the reason why, because we'd be spoiled. God will get us out of every scrap we ever got into, and we never learned to stand up and fight the good fight of faith. We were talking about this morning, me and Jansen, and I'll... You know, I, I asked a question. We talked some time, and I said, are you holding anything from the past that would hinder your walk with God? There's somebody you haven't forgiven. There's somebody you haven't uh, settled up with. Is there some pain somebody caused you in the past that would cause, would, hinders your growth in the Lord? And I, I'm just saying that because it pounded in my spirit. I said, I asked God, is there anything in me that would stop me from getting close to you? Is there any kind of hurt that I've, I've held on to? You know what I'm saying? Something I go back to when I feel like getting mad at somebody or I feel like getting revenge. You, know, you get what I'm saying? You don't mind not go out there and shoot somebody with a gun or nothing like that. But in your heart, you, you like that. Oh, you just like that, uh, that feeling of revenge. And I said to myself, I said, God, I don't want that in my life. I don't want anything that would stop me from drawing closer to you. 
If there's anything in my life that is unpleasing to the Lord, if anything I go back to like a, I don't know, a bad disease or something, I want it out. I want you to turn with me to uh, Psalm 91, verse 1. The Lord was showing me about the things we need to hold on to. We're living in dark times in America. Well, I'm sorry, we're living in dark times in the church. Because many Christians today, they don't know what they believe. They just say, I'm singing because somebody else is doing it. I'm reading my Bible because somebody else is doing it. I'm going to church because somebody else is doing it. Oh, really? I know we're to be examples. But how much are we holding to the word? And I was thinking about the false teachers and the false prophets. There's a lot of people today, I'm telling you, thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are going to be lied to by some preacher today. I wish it wasn't so. I wish I didn't have to, to get up and say something like that, but it's happening. They won't talk about sin. They won't talk about, you know, they won't talk about God's judgment. We have made God a feel-good God. And God is just love, and God is just everything good to us. But I just said a little while ago, is trials good? Is, 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 is testing good? Is, is your faith being, I feel the Holy Ghost. Is your faith being tested evil? But that's not what we want to talk about in modern church in America. We want to talk about how God is a good God. He'll give you everything you want. You love him. You know, you send your little seed. And, and God will give you a home, brand new house and a, a brand new car. And, and, and God just, listen, they got preachers today says, if you're not prospering, you're in sin. That, that, I didn't make that up. They say that. One of them had the gall to say, if Paul would have been... More in faith, he would have never stayed in prison like he did. I'm not lying to you. This man needs to get saved or get his attitude corrected. Because we got some of the greatest scripture in the Bible because Paul was in prison. Come on, somebody. Some of the greatest faith scriptures in the Bible come from a man that spent more time in prison than he did outside. Because everywhere he went, he preached Jesus. They put him in jail. They beat him. They, they, you know, he was shipwrecked one time, going on to Rome. I mean, a lot of things happened to Paul, but through those trials, through those tests, we got the Bible. Okay. <laughs> oh, brother. And tell us how we can do it without having to face trouble. I wish I could. <laughs> I don't have a magic wand. I can't wave nothing. Listen, that's what the Bible, that's what the Bible teaches. Tribulation will come to those that believe. Well, you know, somebody else said that, you know, we don't need to talk about trials and troubles. Just every day is a Friday. And I'm not going to mention his name. I told my wife I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but if I told you his name, you'd all know it. Every day is a good day. Oh, love, man, smiling and happy. And every day is a Friday and everything's wonderful. I wish it was. You know, if you got Jesus, yes, it is wonderful. But it doesn't mean you're not going to be tested. It doesn't mean you're going to face trials. But I love Psalms 91. If you haven't been a Christian long enough and never read it, shame on you. Hmm? Verse 1 says, 
He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. <laughs> Listen, you want to be close to Jesus? Get in his shadow. Hallelujah. Come on. You want to get close to the Lord? Get in his shadow. You want to get close to God? Get in his shadow. Because you know what? I can make a shadow right now. I'm pretty big. I can make a big one, but it don't go no further than that. You know what I'm saying? To be in the shadow of the Lord is to be in his presence, Yvette. To be in the presence of the shadow of the Lord is to walk with close to him. And to know you're not going to make it without being in the shadow of the wings of God. I took my hand in my pocket. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to walk. I feel the presence. You got to walk in God's shadow. You got to be close enough to where you're in his shadow. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, the scriptures say. See, if you're in God's counsel, you're in his shadow. If you're in God's presence, you're in his shadow. Most people you can touch with your hand that you're in their shadow. God wants us to walk in his shadow. Come on, somebody. Listen, are you feeling depressed lately? Walk in the shadow of God. Knowing that Jesus is just right there, praise God. His shadow is just right. I feel it, Sister Kathy. His shadow is casting right there. You can reach and touch it. He's not far off. But unfortunately, in the church world today, a lot of people are walking out of the shadow of God. They're walking in another shadow. They need Jesus. Amen? They're given false hopes and false promises by some lying preacher that don't want to stand up and say, preach the gospel. He just likes the comfort of his church. He likes the money coming in, so he's not going to offend anybody. He's not going to offend anybody that, that's, that's sowing into the ministry. <laughs> Somebody that's making him wealthy. All right. Can I read some more? <laughs> it says, I will save the Lord. He is my refuge. A refuge is a place of rest. You know what? I'm not, a, I'm not for illegal immigration. But you got to look at where these people are coming from, okay? Their children just across the border are starving. Their families are sick. They can't get a job. They can't find hope in the regime that they're in. But when they step across the border, there's light. Come on. Listen to me. I don't support illegal immigration. I think it's wrong. I think there's, there's a laws in this country. But if I was in that person's place, Sister Kathy, where would, what would I see? My child was starving and my child was sick and I, I couldn't make it. They, when they get across the border, they find refuge. They don't put them in concentration camps. They put them in a place, give them water, they give, them, give them food, the medical attention if they need it. That's one good thing about that. Even if they have to send them back, they, they, they've got some help. They're crossing by the thousands and maybe millions to get to America because America has hope. When you're in God's refuge, you've got, you got hope. Come on, somebody, I feel like it. When you're in God's refuge, you've got hope. You're not looking to man, you're looking to God. I like the 
could sit here and stand here and tell you just how many times if I wouldn't be in his refuge, where I'd be? I'd be dead. No, we don't take that seriously enough. We don't take our walk with God seriously. That is your life. That is where you, that's, that's where you, that's where you're going to make it. That's where you're going to find hope. If you had a child dying of disease and you knew you could go and get help for him, how far would you go? Oh man, I feel like preaching. <laughs> how far would you take that child? To get help. I don't know about you. I'd walk a thousand miles if that's what it took. But you're talking about something that's needed. And you know, it, it, it bothers me when I see people don't come to church. You know, people just write. And you know why? Because, you know what? They don't see the need to be in God's shadow. In God's refuge. Church has just become religion. Come on, somebody. Uh, listen, I, I am not, listen, I told somebody the other day, it was out there, but Kevin was cleaning the roof, I was telling that little fella that, I said, this church is not, your, that can't save you, but the message can. <laughs> can't get, you, you, listen, you come to church to receive, this is the spiritual hospital, this is where you find the peace you need with the Lord. I want to hear when I come to church how God is my strength. I want to hear how God is my encourager. God is my refuge. That's what I want to hear. I don't care about when I when I, listen. I watched a movie one time, and and this is the this is the message, and it sickened me so much because it was supposed to show you how the modern day witness is in the church. In other words, people that go out so called witness. Come event, man. We we got some games at our church. We got you your kids will be all happy. They can we go to bowling on Friday night. We go see movies on such and such a night. And and everybody's happy. And we all get together and we eat donuts and and, and, and coffee in the morning. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, this is come on, Jesus. That, that's not what we're here for. Thank God we fellowship and eat together, but that's not what we're here for. We ain't got a sales pitch. We ain't got something that we can give you because, you know, you give so much. <laughs> God help us. We are in his refuge. We're in the shadow of his wings. Praise God. Listen, I don't know about you, but the way the world's going, I don't want to be in no, no other shadow but Jesus. I can't see the hope. I try to look with optimism, but it don't last long. <laughs> that world has got nothing. That world has got nothing but death. Who the hell cares who won the Super Bowl five years ago? What is that going to do? God wants us to come into his shadow. Come in his wings. There's healing in his wings. Come on, somebody. There's hope in his wings. There's strength in his wings. How many of you have been away from the wings of God lately? Listen, I've done it. I've walked off and got out of his shadow. And you know, I'm the most miserable creature when you see me out of God's shadow. Ask my wife. <laughs> see, I don't, have to, I'm, I don't have to hide it, praise God. When I'm not in God's shadow, I'm a miserable creature. When I'm out of God's shadow, I, my faith is dead. It, it's not working. When I'm out of God's shadow, I need healing and I'm not getting it, praise God. 
Well, I'm preaching, man. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to go have and say, Lord, I told you what I, I did to tell I'm preaching to myself. Hallelujah. Whew. I am in the shadow of God's wings. Okay. Somebody amen or something. I'll halt you or something. Surely he shall deliver you from what? The snare of the fowl. The fowl, the devil. Hallelujah. God, listen, you got to be in the wings of God. You got to be in the shadow of God's mercy before you, God can deliver you. Listen, I'm not saying this is easy and this walk is not easy. Whoever lies to you and say, walking for Jesus is easy. They're lying to their face, to your face. I've never noticed some of the toughest challenges being a Christian. But I ain't giving up, Pam. You hear me? I'm not giving up, Delilah, Kevin. I'm not giving up. Listen, they. When I look at the world and the death and the sin and the corruption and everybody dying of disease and everything's going wrong, you think I got better hope <laughs> looking to that? Nobody has the answer. They throw money at everything and it gets worse. Come on, somebody. But there's refuge in God's shadow. Amen. Surely, surely, verse 3 says, he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler of the devil and from the, pest, the, from the perilous pestilence, from the pestilence, the disease. The, listen, I am not scared of COVID. <laughs> listen, seriously, I hear people, you know, they, they, they get it, and, and, but I'm not scared. I, I don't fear it. I don't. And you know what? If I had it in the future, if I didn't, I don't know. But God is greater than Colfin. God is greater than disease. God is greater than cancer. God is greater than any perilous things you might be going through. Because he promised if we trust him, abide in his shadow, he would take care of us. He would do all of those things. That's a promise from the Lord. As a child of God. I'm going to say something. I know he's our Lord, but he's my Lord. <laughs> I know he's our Savior, but he's my Savior. I know he's our healer, but he's my healer. It gets a little bit personal, you know what I'm saying? When I look at it that way, wait a minute. You're my healer, God. I know you're going to heal Yvette, but you know what? You're my healer. When you're in trouble, you're my deliverer. When you're facing trials and persecutions and troubles, you're mine. Mine, 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 mine. Ha! Sound like a little bird on a... What are the Nemo? Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> mine, mine, mine. <laughs> you didn't tell God. You're mine, mine, mine. <laughs> I need him to be mine, mine, mine. No, Brother Lane, you sound selfish. No, I'm not. He's yours, 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 yours. He's mine, mine, mine. Us, us, us. Right? <laughs> Well, I said, us is the problem. <laughs> Don't look in the dictionary because you ain't going to find the word us. That's Cajun. <laughs> and Webster's Dictionary hadn't come up with a Cajun version yet, so just wait up. It's coming. Hallelujah. We're in the shadow of his wings. He's our deliverer. He's our healer. He's our savior. 
And I sing that song, he's my lawyer. He goes to God for me. Jesus goes to the Father for me. What a lawyer does, he intercedes for you. He makes a petition for you. Hallelujah. Jesus is a lawyer. He goes to God. He sits in the right hand of God the Father. When you pray, he's right there to talk to the Lord for you. My God. I don't know about you. I'm going to preach myself happy. (laughs) God is good. Abiding in the shadow of the Almighty. Standing in the shadow of God. Walking in the presence of the Lord. What greater gift is that? Why do you want to be anywhere else? Hallelujah. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide on the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide on the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge, He's my fortress, in God and Him will I trust. What a song, praise God. What, 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 a, what a proclamation to the great God we serve. What a, a glorious worship to the God of all the heavens and the earth, praise God, who loves me enough, who sees me, praise God, a nobody, somebody in the vast size of his universe. And all that God has done, he points me out. He said, that's Lanny, that's my son. Come on, somebody. I know him. I know him. Why would he want to know me, Yvette? You know why he can see me? Because I'm in his shadow. <laughs> right there. My Lord, I don't know if you're getting something out of this morning. <laughs> I'm going with a, a heart full of joy this morning, praise God. I wasn't even supposed to preach this. I told her what I was going to preach. And the Holy Ghost changed it just a while ago. I was going to preach about lying preachers. I tell you, a bunch of junk and deceive you. But God said, no. You tell them, you abide in my shadow. You don't have to worry about lying preachers if you're in the shadow of God's word and the shadow of his, his presence. You don't have to. You know when God speaks. John chapter 10 says, the sheep knew him because they heard his voice. They recognized his voice. They wouldn't follow a, 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 somebody harling, somebody paid to do a job. See, when the wolves came, the harlan fleed. Means he was only paid. They followed the voice of their master, the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green, green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. Hey, do I walk to the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil, for Lord, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. How many need this shepherd in your life, praise God? How many need the shepherd? How many need to be the shadow of the shepherd, praise The shepherd's got his eyes over the flock. Not one of them are out of the eyes of the shepherd. Not one of them. Or, listen, when the wolves come, you know what he does with that staff? He breaks their neck, busts their head. When the enemy comes, guess God's coming with his staff. Sister Kathy, he's going to strike. He's going to get rid of that enemy quick. But you know what he does with the rod? It's for me and you when we don't want to listen. Oh, the rod of correction will drive it far from him. Huh? Foolish is in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. You are in the shadow of the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I, I don't know why the Holy Spirit is driving this point across. If you've been feeling like God's a million miles off, come back to his shadow. Come back where you can see him. 
My Lord, I'm preaching, praise God. Come back to where you can enjoy the presence of the Lord. Listen, when, you, when the presence of the Lord is here, nothing else matters. When the presence of the Lord is here, church is going to happen. Come on. People are going to get right. People are going to get healed. People are going to get saved. When God's presence is in a place, listen, things will happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to keep you much longer. I, I don't know why I just feel the drive in that force. Are you in God's shadow? Come on, somebody. Are you in God's shadow? <laughs> Excuse me. Verse 4 says, he shall cover you with his feathers. You go get messed with a bunch of uh, chicken. They got some little chickens on there. Listen, that old, that, that, that old hen, it don't matter what. Listen, he'll run away from you, but you got them little chickens on it. He'll go after you. You're messing with his chicks. <laughs> or her chicks. <laughs> a chicken, that's, a, that's the meanest I ever see a chicken. You ever saw a chicken try to protect some little chickens? They'll run away from you, but you, when them ch little chickens are there, they're going to they, they're gonna go with their life. They, they, they'll lose their life if that's it takes that to protect those little chickens. You're under the feathers of God. That don't mean God's an angel. <laughs> it means God's wings. It's, a, it's symbolic of his grace and his protection. That's what it means. The devil ain't going to come close to God like that. I'm not saying the devil's not going to attack you. I'm not saying he's going to persecute you. But when you're on the shadow of your wings, he thinks a whole lot different when you're on God's wings. Because he's not going to get close to the Lord. Come on, somebody. I said the devil will not get close to the Lord. Don't think that God is sleeping when you're going through something. No, no, he's not. You're on the shadow of his wings. Come on. I said you're under the shadow of his wings. Under the feathers of God. Man, I feel like preaching. You're under the feathers of the Lord. If you're going through something, remember, you're under the feathers. If you're walking with God, you're under the feathers of God. Hallelujah. 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 And he says, his truth shall be your buckler. You know, we have a law in Louisiana. You better buckle up. Right? They say, somebody that's wearing a seatbelt has a better chance, at least 80%, I think 90% a chance of surviving as long as they're buckled up. <laughs> oh, man. I could preach right. Listen, you better be sure if you're going to survive that you're buckled up. You better be sure that your strap is on and that's the Lord. You better make sure them wings are covered over your body and over your life if you expect to survive as a Christian. If you expect to make it all the way to the coming of the Lord, you expect to make it to heaven, you got to be buckled up. Right? Come on, Jesus. I feel like preaching to you. Man, I tell you, I ain't going to be... Look, listen, the Holy Ghost wants us buckled up. He's our buckler. He's our shield against what's in front of us. Why well, it... Tears me up when I can hear a little baby flying out of a car because they wasn't in their car seat. And that little baby would have been buckled up a lot of times would have saved this life. A lot of them, they, they, they die. You know, we, you know, there's some laws that are good. If I wouldn't have had a seatbelt on when I, a few years ago and I turned my, I'd be dead. My truck turned in the side and the only thing that kept me in that seat was that seatbelt. 
I was buckled. If I want to be in the bucket, I, 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 my body slid underneath the, the truck. The window was right there. I was on the side of a dump truck. This ain't a little, and the, the, the road is sliding. I'm right there, and the road is going by me. If I would have been in that seatbelt, I probably went under that door. Thank God for seatbelts. There are laws that work, like a stop sign. I don't say hop. Ray, he says stop. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when something gives you a warning, you obey it. If it's for your safety, you know, there's a lot of Christians today are not spiritually bucked up, buckled up. Listen, they won't be in a hurry to run to church, but they'll run to the football games and they'll run to, 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 to everything else. You know, listen, God has given us a day to worship, right? And that day is today. And that's the day we come into the house of God to learn what God wants of us. You're not going to hear this on the street. You're not going to hear this in Walmart. You're not going to hear this. You know, I know some people, they, 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 do, they have to not be here. They can't be here for some reason, okay? Um, that's not what I'm talking about. So please, I'm judging anybody. I'm talking about God has called his people to get in the shadow of fellowship. Listen, there is protection in this fellowship. Because... We're on the, we, our faiths are close. We're together. We can pray for one another. There is a, there's a shield here for some, you know, when we join ourselves together. The shield of faith. There's not many people that attend church regularly that end up in jail. Come on, somebody. I'm, a, I'm not lying to you. Came close one time, but I've never spent a night in jail. Arrested. Never. I'm 58 years old. And I believe it's because of the time I was here. <laughs> you know, just the guy, the brother Mike, I call him sometimes. I say, Brother Mike, I don't feel good today. Well, I say, come over here. We'll pray for you. <laughs> I said, what if you wouldn't have done that? Seriously. Ali, man, he saw right through me. <laughs> and I you know, sometimes you get a little sniffles and colds, and I understand you get sick sometimes. But you know, you start, you know, have a good night rest. And I say, you know, I'm not picking on it. But please don't, don't, don't take that for that. But I learned that through <laughs> all he would say, Come, let us anoint you with oil. Pray for the sick. <laughs> but he was right. <laughs> but I don't want to get prayed on. I don't want to stay at my house. <laughs> <laughs> And you, I feel so guilty, man. Oh, he was good for that. I oh, thank God for that. He, he made me feel so guilty. <laughs> but, you know, I, when I was in God's church, I, I forgot about my, what I felt like. I don't remember even, I was energetic. I'd come to church. I mean, I'd seen the brothers and sisters. They were worshiping God. Man, everything was going good. And I was, I was happy. They just jumped on me. <laughs> so... <laughs> But that takes some, <laughs> listen, but then you're not perfect, hell no, I ain't perfect. <laughs> but I ain't where I used to be. You know what I'm saying? One principle I have gained through the years is that church is important. When you come to church, hear the gospel, people of God are together. We have, you know, if you're not feeling good, somebody will pray for you. Somebody's not, you're not, you need to be encouraging. Somebody will encourage you. Somebody will lift you up. Listen, that's, that's a shadow of a, uh, it's a type of shield. I mean, when you people of God get together, things happen. 
Lives will change, okay? I know I've witnessed it so many times. I said to myself, what if I had just not come to church? Is church the salvation? No. But that's where I learned. How do I know about being healed if I want to come to church? How would I know about the coming of Christ, like I said before, if I wouldn't have came to church? But anyway, God wants us in his shadow, in his refuge. Hallelujah. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that fly by day. Listen, let me tell you something. They got a lot of terrors out there. They got a lot of things going on. You don't know if you can get shot next time you walk out the door. People shooting people right in their automobiles now. People, little girl in Lafayette, 16 years old, shot by her boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? I mean, every time you open the television, somebody shot somebody. You here? Have you got shot lately? <laughs> no, seriously. Think about it. We take that for granted that well, when you get to heaven and God's going to put that videotape on, going to show you how many times he spared you. You're going to be amazed on how many times God has stepped in and spared your life. Come on, somebody. We fear, a lot of Christians fear COVID. So some of them not here today, probably. Or other churches, people in other churches. Listen, COVID is not greater than God. Come on, somebody. Now, now I'm going to say something. You're gonna, you might disagree. Coven cannot stop God's spirit or stop God's blessings or stop God's healings. It's not going to happen. Most of it is made up. Now, I know people might hear this on the internet. I don't care. People are governed right now. They're dying spiritually because they're not going to church because they're scared to get COVID. Right now is the time to go to church. Because there's going to be a time somebody's going to come in the front of that building with a machine gun and tell you, go in that church, I'll kill you. Oh, no. I ain't gonna, oh, wait. Tell that to people throughout history that served the Lord. They were pulled off and dragged and fed to lions and torn in pieces by somebody. Heads cut off. You tell me. And they were going to church most of the time. See, we don't, we don't want, we don't, I don't want to see that. Seriously. But you don't know that's not going to happen here. And I, I think about a lot of times, what if this church wouldn't be here? What if we shut down tomorrow? God forbid. I'm, but what if? I don't want people passing in front of you. That, that was an okay church. Well, if it was so okay, why you weren't here? <laughs> Come on, somebody. And I'm preaching to you. I'm just saying how attitude about Neglect. But being in the shadow of God, that's what he's talking about. God wants you in the place where he is. Come on, somebody. God wants you to rest in the place that he is. And believe me, I know people got things to deal with and they can't come for something. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where's our attitude about God's shadow, God's wings. Where, where, where was the attitude about God's presence? That's what I'm saying. And I'm guilty. You want, you want to want the first guy to raise his hands? I am. I'm learning a little bit. That if I'm going to get from God, i got to be where God is. Come on. 
And I could be here, I could be at your house, I could be wherever. But I got to be where God is. If I'm going to receive of the Lord. Listen, I can't be hauling across Africa and say, Hey God, I'm over here God, do you see me? No, that's not what I'm talking about. We have to be where God is. We have to be where God is. Listen, me and Boogie laugh a lot. Listen, he's driving me in my dump truck, and listen, that, that motor's running, and, and, and Book's telling me things, and, and, he's, and all I hear is, Daddy, <laughs> I'm, and he's, he's telling me about some things about the Lord sometimes, about, about you know, the, the Catholic Church, false doctrine. <laughs> and I stick my feet. I say, What are you saying? <laughs> He said, I said. <laughs> you, got, you, can't be, you can't be in a long, dumb truck if somebody's trying to talk to you. Right? <laughs> so here. Come on. I'm not going to get nothing out of that. <laughs> Sometimes we're trying to hear God, but the TV blurring louder. louder. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we're trying to hear God so we, we, with everybody talking at one time and everybody's going around doing their own thing and nobody's, just everybody just think it's just, it's, it's, take it lightly, but then you know, it's just, oh, I was praying and, and, and they're trying to hear God and, and <laughs> oh, 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 come on, I, I better be sure, <laughs> But you know when I'm in God's shadow and His presence, the Holy Spirit's in control. And believe me, if they got a lot of noise out there, God's going to block it out. Oh, okay. I'm almost finished. Somebody say, amen. <laughs> he says, he that, no, let me go to verse 9. No, where, where was I? Uh, five. five, okay. He shall be afraid of the terrors by night, nor by the arrows that fly by day, nor pestilence that walk in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. And I like this. A thousand shall be by your side. And ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come upon you. All these troubles. All these problems. <sighs> overtake you. But none. <laughs> right? None. Shall overtake you. My Lord. I'll preach. A thousand will be on this side. Ten thousand will be troubles. Just come. You ever felt like that? Praise God. You know, all of a sudden, you get a little, your head's out of the, you get a little bit of peace, and all of a sudden, whoosh. come on. Oh, man, we made this note this morning. All of a sudden, 10 bills come up. <laughs> come on. You ever felt like that? But none, none, none shall overtake you. Troubles will not overcome as long as you're in the shadow of God's wings. No trouble shall come. So I took my hands out of my pocket again. Golly, I'm going to learn. <laughs> None shall overtake you if you're in the shadow of God's wings. How many want to be in the shadow this morning? Praise God. How many want to, no matter what life throws at you, praise God, Jesus got it under control. Hallelujah. Being in God's prayer. Listen, I'm going to tell you where I feel. When I've gotten depressed and discouraged, it's a lot of time when I let things drag me away from prayer. Seeking God. Listen, I, I feel empty when that happens. Listen, it's easy at my house because we have a business. We have, I mean, we got to come up with money every month. I mean, always worrying about, got to pay Isaac to drive the truck. A lot of things, insurance. And all that. I said, how, how are we going to pay that? I said, my wife, she ain't, I ain't lying to you. 
If I'm not thousands of dollars a month, I could buy me 10 houses. But ask my wife, even with the rain, it comes. <laughs> even with the rain, the things that stop the work, it comes. I said, Jen, I told her this, what in the world are we crying about? He makes a way every month. And, he, and, he, and sometimes it's overwhelming. I said, sir, I'm just, uh, I mean, we have to pay this and pay that and blah, blah, blah. People think it's easy to own your business. Own business. Unless you better have a heart of faith if you get into one. Seriously. Uh, we don't have a, a steady check every week. We got to wait for it to come. And we have to believe God for it to come. But watch. Every time. It seems like the end of the month comes. Actually, we're down to our last dollar in, in the truck account. A business account, and there it fills back up again. How long have we been doing that? 11 years. And it's never went out yet. Remind me the story of, of the Shulamite woman. You know, when she, she had that one of the little barrel, little oil left, it was going to take her son away. You remember that story? Elijah came and she said, Oh, I got a little bit of oil. She had a little, <laughs> a little kick. The potter, we're going to make a cake for me and my son. I'm going to die. He said, Give, make me a preacher. That's like a preacher. Huh? Make me a cake. And she's testing her faith. And says, that oil never run out. That barrel never go empty. Every time she went, she had a scoop stick. Every time she needed a cake, it, was, it, it would come. My Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. When, that, when you just got that little bit of oil left. And a little bit of dough to make a little biscuit. <laughs> Oh, man, I feel like preaching. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. A little bit of oil, a little bit of dough for a biscuit. Give it to church. <laughs> not me, no. <laughs> to the work of God. And watch if God will not. And that's a principle. Now, I didn't make that up. The Holy Ghost made that up. The Holy Ghost made that up. He's the one said it. Her, her, her barrel of oil really never ran out. <laughs> And she all, her little, her, her son, they ate. They had cake after cake, a bun, a biscuit, whatever you want to call it. They ate during the famine, Kevin. When everybody's ground was dry and their barrels were empty. Hers never went dry. My Lord, I don't know about you, but let's preach. God will take care of you as long as you are in the shadow of his wings. God will provide for you. Remember that. Pamela, I know Chucky was having a rough. He, did, he, did he leave you? Did he forsake you? I remember you telling James, you text James, Chucky got a job. <laughs> I said, well, look at that. <laughs> things happen. Same thing with everybody else. Seriously, those things happen. Listen, when things look hopeless, <laughs> and we, we, all we have in the bank account is zero, 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 <laughs> God makes a way. Always, mama, always he'll make a way. Because, praise God, just remember before I close, be in the shadow of God's wings. Be underneath the wings of God. How to stand up, praise God. I could preach till 3 o'clock this afternoon, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Maybe finish it one day. You know, I've, I've seen some things, especially in the last year. 
you know, since I became a pastor, it's like fresh things God has shown me because I'm a pastor of the church here. You know, some things that God speaks to a man of God or a preacher or a pastor. And the reason why is because they got a lot of sheep to feed. All right? But you know what? I don't, I'm not telling you something that I haven't yet experienced myself. You remember the scriptures, and I think it's Paul that wrote this, said, you that say people to lie, do you lie? You that tell people not to commit adultery, do you commit adultery? Things like, they got preachers out there telling you to do something they ain't done themselves. And God help me, listen, I'm, I'm be honest with you. In my, my, my place today, here, I realize this, I can't do this by myself. Like I said, I had something all new this morning, y'all. Seriously, I did. And that song came to my mind. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. God needs to encourage somebody here today. And once you're facing the trials and tests you're facing today, God is with you. Don't ever think the Lord is never, the God is, has, the Father's not forsaken you. Jesus said, he'll never leave us or forsake us. He, listen, when we go through something, you think Jesus takes a trip. And he says, we'll let you do it by yourself. No, he's there with you. Moses, I mean, not Moses, Noah was told to come thou into the ark. Remember that scripture? What does God have to say where does he have to be to say, come thou? God was in the ark. Come on, somebody. Go ahead and read it for yourself. Come thou into the ark. You didn't say, go into the ark. He said, come thou into the ark. So he had to be in the ark with Noah. And God was riding the storm with Noah. And God was going through all that Noah was going through. Come on, somebody. Who shut the door of the ark? God. Where was God? In the ark. And I'm pretty sure Noah, when he heard them people screaming outside, drowning, uh, facing death, wanted to open it. But he didn't close it. God closed it. Now I want to share something with you. Make sure you're in the ark with the Lord before the door gets shut. Don't, don't let, let some lying preacher say, oh, they've been speaking about Jesus' is coming for centuries. Don't believe him. Don't listen to a lying preacher say, oh, you can just drink one or you can do this and such and such. That's, that's Satan doing that. Because you see, he wants you to keep you happy in the world. He wants you to keep you outside the ark. God's not, out, God's not outside the ark. God is in the ark. Come on, somebody. God is in the ark. When that door gets shut, there ain't no hope. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for tonight or this morning. Lord. We just pray, God, that today that the Holy Spirit would minister, God, to our hearts. And, Lord, as I shared today, Father God, on this message, Lord God, I, I pray as it goes over the Internet and over whoever listens to this, Lord God, they would stir their hearts, that they would want to get into the shadow in the wings of our God. That they would draw close to you. And Lord, remember your people here today. And those that are listening outside of this building. And I pray, God, that we not forget to stay into your shadow. Stay under your wings. Jesus, I want to say one more thing. 
While I was praying about the other message, I said, I want to bring this out, though. The Lord spoke to my heart. You tell the people, stay close to my word. I heard that this morning. Stay close to my word. Because there's times coming that we're going to need an answer, y'all. And don't look to the world to give it to you. Wherever you go, stay close to God's word. If there's something, decision you got to make, go to the word. If there's something you're dealing with, go to the word. If, there, if you're worried about the world and tribulations in the world, go to the word. Stay, keep the word by you. Put one by your bed at night, praise God. Make sure you can reach it and grab it if you have to. Praise God, if you're facing some, some kind of trials in the night, go to your word. Go to the word. Find out what it says. That, that's all that's going to matter. Amen.